Within his dark complexion, I can see my reflection. It is evident that his tongue is his rapture. I can't see him, know him. We are but two wildebeests circling each other on desolate land. He seeks mine eyes to make least one move and watches from a deadly corner. I can't see him. We play this match as if it were a game of chess only kings and queens play. And to myself, I am losing. It is rather enticing the thought of being held captive against thine own will. And to this man who holds me captive for no reason is truly playing the game. Oh, how he plays it so well. Checkmate. Hello, 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 listeners. This is Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereaux. I am your host, Dominique. And I have been gone too long. I hope you all missed me in my absence. And yet had an opportunity to keep your juices flowing. Low tension, harmonial body dancination at a low crave. I hope someone is making love to you the right way, sexing you the proper way. Hell, maybe even giving you the Mickey. (laughs) If you can recall in the previous episode, Dee is enjoying Mr. Ugly Ass's friendship with the exception of dealing with his ruthlessly low self-esteem girlfriend. Mr. Finance was getting on her goddamn nerves introducing her to his staff, a.k.a. BFFs, too damn soon. She has been intrigued by Mr. Three. But when he finally captured her attention, she went and gave the Mickey to someone else. A disabled football player trying to build another income while out on the injured list. Now, I know I'm being harsh. But hey, it is what it is. And who the hell has been calling her? When you think with your head and not with your heart, your lustful eyes cannot perceive love's beckoning cry. It is here where we reside in our pleasurous pains because they are eased by a desirous touch. And when we awaken from our mysterious sleep, an ache of emptiness is all that is seen. Now love, it loves no more, and the desire is dismissed. The pain was once pleasure of sin's first kiss. Seeing as how I was refreshed, I took some time to push my business ahead and work more closely with my team. The business essentially ran itself, but I engaged in my work this time to get away from my personal life. Well, 
The capital always enticed me to put forth efforts here and there as I solidified that I could live like five lives comfortably before my money expired. But it was orgasmically natural any time I received a check. After a long, hard day, I headed home, anticipating a warm shower, followed by a beautiful hot soak in my jacuzzi. As I cut through the corners driving in my gated neighborhood, I noted someone's parked car in my fucking driveway. Elated, I pushed down on the gas pedal, skeeted in, damn near about to hit the fucking car. I jumped out of my car and slammed my door shut, stomped up to the driver's side, swung open the door. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Inside this white-on-black, tinted-window, special-edition, fully-loaded Land Rover were 12 bottles of Dawn Perignon and chocolate Cosmo flowers. <gasps> On the steering wheel was a note that read, You have been gone far too long. I truly admire you and wishing nothing more than to be back in your presence. These are my gifts to you. In the dashboard is the title to the vehicle. And when you have time, no matter what time of day, it doesn't even matter the day. Please reach out so I know you're doing well. Until then, I will count the hours keeping your face first in mind. Yours truly, Mr. Finance. How much would he regress if I grazed the surface of his back? Too prone to darkness, too dismembered for affection, and yet still to this man I am drawn. For it is not attraction nor pleasing sensation. My kind is the dark kind. His kind is not me. But I do gravitate to converse for the most simplistic reasons. I eye the bear of the most controlling souls. To place oneself on a pitiless mantle and rule to a throne of a desolate kingdom. He magnifies himself, for it is his own personal nature. Like a mirror reflecting light, the eye becomes blind. But do you surrender to this materialistic being of man? By dwarf to cease height without grazing the tall-minded. <laughs> but he is and will be and stutters to my stares.
Oh, hell yes. Yes. Mr. Fine Ass is working his wallet and it talks fucking filthy. And I love it. Yes. Oh my God. But all these goddamn flowers though. Whew. I grabbed the keys that were in the cup holder and drove my new car into the garage, hopped out, and parked my own car next to it. Grabbed a dozen Cosmo flowers and two bottles and went inside my home. Cheers, bitch! You are a hardworking diva and deserve everything coming to you. Mwah. I placed my chocolate Cosmos in a crystal-studded glass vase, took the bottle of wine and a wine glass to my room. Downed one big gulp of that irresistible, expensive liquid that cremated my throat and chest so my nipples got hard. I placed the glass and the bottle down on my well-lit vanity, turned on the shower to steaming. My body heated from Mr. Finance's gesture. Slowly, I removed the open-toe white gym shoes I was wearing. I tugged at the button of my light blue jeans until they undid themselves. I placed my left hand down the opening of the jeans. Pantyless, I rubbed in quick circles on my clit and gave it three taps with my middle finger, urging it to stop throbbing. I removed the jeans and took off the white tank top and white sports bra to follow that I was wearing. I looked in the mirror and admired every inch of my curvaceous body, flicked my hair with my right hand, and proceeded to get in the shower. As I washed, I wondered several things about Mr. Finance. He is quite bold in his attempt to gain my attention. Miss Optimistic Bitch. <sighs> hmm. I haven't had girl time in a long while. Besides, this cartoonish-ass cunt always finds a way in my personal space when I don't answer for a long period of time. So I am going to be cheerful and answer the phone. <sighs> and take it from there. Bitch, what the fuck is going on with you? That shit made her giggle like a schoolgirl. Girl, 
I know you've been in some dirt. You have been MIA with me and what feels like forever. So, confess your sins. Forgive me, sister, for I have sinned. I love sucking dick too much. <laughs> well then, say ten Hail Marys and be gone. No, seriously, who's on your radar? What's been going on? Girl, hang on. I'm getting a picture message. I clicked accept, and it downloaded quickly. Some tacky-ass half-naked bitch appeared on my screen. It was a flyer. Mr. Finass was hosting a large bash at his club. This man isn't really throwing me dick. He is being desperate. Like, hardcore desperate. But it's okay. I like desperados. Once every blue moon, especially if they come bearing expensive gifts he just showered me with. Girly girl, what's up, D? I'll show you what I've been up to. Put on your freakum dress and meet me at my crib in a few hours. We're hitting the club. The club? D, I haven't had girl time with you. What happened to our time? This is the other reason why this bitch annoys me. She's too fucking clingy. Granted, yes, we have been friends roughly three years now. I met her at the gym, and we both were really into working out and personal training. Plus, she was quite easy on the eyes. A five-foot-three red bone with golden blonde curly hair. Deep, dark brown eyes and fluffy pink lips. She had a slender build. Petite. From her milky light-skinned breasts to her adorable, well-rounded ass. She had an acute hourglass. She's cute. I cannot lie, so... I befriended her because as a a team, we could pull an army of men. And we did. I didn't mind girl-on-girl action with her either. When we tongued each other down, men would nut where they stood. But kissing and fucking men in the same room next to each other was as far as it went. Until one night. In particular. We met these unique guys. They were twins. A mixed breed of black, German, and Italian with green eyes. They were fine as fuck, but heavy into drugs. It was my first time trying ecstasy. She convinced me to try it. I didn't do drugs. Well, let me take that back. The only drug I used and abused was alcohol. But all that other shit I left to the birds until that night.
I never felt such a rush like that before. It was like free-falling from the highest mountain, slowly. Every touch, every kiss, every lick was magnified by a thousand. Hell, I climaxed as soon as the twin kissed me. Everything was in slow motion. The twins laid next to each other, and we reverse cowgirl style rolled their dicks hard and slowly. So deep, my body thrashed with convulsions. She grabbed my face while we rode their dicks and kissed me deeply. I moaned in pleasure for more. Suddenly, as soaking wet as I was riding his dick, an extra bit of moisture hit my clit like a tidal wave. I looked over, and while she was riding his dick, she was also slouched over, eating my pussy. Having his dick inside my pussy and her tongue on my clit, I screamed in ecstasy, holding her head in position with my hand. They both took me in different ways at the same damn time. Throwing my pussy in her face and hammering his dick with my pussy never felt better. As I got lost in the pleasure of it all, the room began to spin and spin and spin. Suddenly she was everywhere. And the twins? I lost reality on which one I was fucking. And when. After that night, she just became more attention needy. More than I could handle. Usually when I dismiss her, she reels me in by pushing me into some guy's direction, then asking me to dish for girl time. But I haven't known of her to fuck with anyone since that night. Which was damn near a year ago. Girl, you asked what? I'm going to show you who. Now stop complaining, get dressed, and let's go get us some dick. I'll see you in a few hours. There are many that take my breath away. Perhaps with a glance, a smile, or the scent of their warm bodies. All that they are fixate me, and all that I am is propelled from a sexual being. It is here where I surrender this magnitude of a woman, because my heart's soul is obliged to answer to the sweet comings of men. And yet by a forcible glance, I am forgotten to remember 
those cold, heartless stares of sensitive unattraction. Here, I eye the woman to receive a glimpse of her complex, beautiful nature. But I see not beauty, nor glamour, just a lady with an evil smile. I am, to this lady, an intimidating sensation. And to me, this lady is the heartache of my rage. God damn, D is wild. I had no idea that was the relationship aspect between her and Miss Optimistic Bitch. <laughs> Close as shit, but it makes sense. In episode one, she was the one who told D about Mr. Three, Mr. Fine Ass, and Mr. Ugly Ass. She told her they wanted to meet her. And then later tried for some bonding time by being nosy. Miss Optimistic Bitch has become quite a character. Side note, she don't sound cute. Actually, by description, she sounds sexy as fuck. (laughs) This is Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereaux. I am your host, Dominique. Until next time, loves.